Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Computer Blue from Purple Rain. It was first recorded on the 3rd of August 1983 um, at First Avenue as part of the kind of the initial kind of concert that Prince put on to promote these songs. Um, Prince and the Revolution had been rehearsing a number of songs from Purple Rain all throughout 1982 into 1983. Um, and then Prince went and did overdubs for this at Sunset Sound on the 15th of August 1983, kind of almost, you know, re-recording most of the track. And then the album was released on the 25th of June 1984. Uh, the song is written by, well, credited to Prince and the Revolution, but it was written by, well, his father, first of all, John L. Nelson, wrote a song that Prince incorporates into this song. Um, and then Wendy and Lisa put, had some input as well. Um, uh, initially Prince kind of denied that they had anything to do with any songs on Purple Rain and then in later years he admitted that they actually did have quite a bit of input into some of the songs um, and this is one of those songs um, Bobby Z and Dr Fink and Brown Mark as with the rest of this album are on the track and there is actually a piano piece that plays in the film um, which is called Father's Song and it's basically the kind of like middle eight kind of of this song uh, and that was recorded on the 23rd of October 1983. And in the film, uh, Purple Rain, the father's song is the, the kind of piano piece that plays just before we go to First Avenue. And then we see the band play, um, you know, uh, this song. And, um, you know, that starts up at about 58 minutes into the film and it goes for about four minutes. It's kind of interrupted in the middle when uh, Morris and uh, Apollonia and Jerome arrive at the club to with the other two members of the Apollonia Six. Um, and we get Billy, um, you know, as, as uh, you know, Morris Day goes up to Billy and he says, the club's looking a little empty tonight. And he's like, well, you know, money isn't everything. And Billy says, the kid is in rare form tonight, which is like one of my favorite lines from that film. Um, obviously, the song is about three minutes, 59 and it was actually, originally, it was about 14 minutes long. There's like a 14-minute version of this song, which I would love to hear, but I don't think oh, will probably ever God. be released. <laughs> and um, the album was actually only going to be eight tracks, but then at the last minute, Prince took the song Take Me With You um, and took it from Apollonia 6 and put it onto the album and kind of re-recorded a little bit and kind of went over Apollonia's vocals with Lisa um, and so this song was actually trimmed down a little bit by about a minute so that it could fit on so that we could fit that song onto the album. Um, so joining me to talk about this is Gina Radcliffe. Hello, Gina. Hello, Darren. I feel like people's thoughts on the album Purple Rain and when we had you on the first episode for So Blue, you know, you talked about how, you know, Purple Rain was the first kind of Prince album that kind of got you into Prince. I think some of that is always tied into people's feelings for the film Purple Rain. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, and I, I don't want to turn this too much into a film podcast, um, but I feel like this performance, the performance that's in the film, obviously knowing that it's just Prince by himself on this track um initially and then obviously he, he kind of brought the rest of the band in to kind of perform on the track um uh, you know the performance prince is topless and oiled um and brown mark is also topless and um lisa is wearing um i don't know how to describe it she's wearing stockings and she's also got like this this kind of leather waistcoat that turns into a skirt um if that's if that's fully understandable um, and during the song, there's a point where she kind of gets down on her knees in front of Prince's crotch where he's playing his guitar. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, little, da- it's a little David Bowie, uh, Mick Ronson kind of, kind of naughtiness there. <laughs> I feel like, you know, the, and of course it's worth noting as well that um, uh, this song finishes early because 
Prince sees Apollonia sitting with Morris and he just decides to finish the song by screaming into the microphone. <laughs> and then he kind of cues the band up and they go straight into Darling Nikki, uh, you know, which is, you know, which is also the kind of the order that this appears on the um, on the album as well. You know, they go straight from Computer Blue into Darling Nikki if you're listening to the album as well. I remember when I first saw Purple Rain, which was, you know, uh, on television because, you know, I, I I was never, I mean, I was about seven when the film came out, so I was never going to be seeing that. You definitely should not have been seeing that in the theater. Yeah. I probably should have um, been seeing that in the theater. <laughs> I remember, I remember seeing, you know, like this performance, and I think particularly the fact that it's coupled up with Darling Nikki as well. The kind of the, the dancing that they do and kind of when it gets to kind of like the breakdown, like the lights go down and Prince is standing in front of the drum and Brown Mark and Lisa are standing next to him and then kind of like turning around with like the beat. And it's just this weird kind of like, and whenever they're whenever they're actually, you know, the lights are up and they're dancing, all three of them are moving in kind of in sync, and the guitars are all kind of moving at the same angles at the same time, and so uh, it's just like a really good kind of like performance on film because obviously, you know, it uh, any kind of live aspects that were originally done for this song were completely gone by the time it actually got released <laughs> um, when they finally overdubbed it, but. I don't know. Like, I feel part of my feelings towards this song just come from the fact that it's it's kind of the performance where Prince is just going to get angry at the end and then decides he's going to do Darling Nikki. Yeah, I I really wish it was possible to go through life just you know ending things just by screaming into a microphone. You know, just it's just such a dramatic way of doing things. And also, um, you know, it's in terms of like the film, which I would admit is not a fantastic film, but the fact that they have Prince's father as played by one of the Mod Squad. <laughs> Um, just kind of with this piano theme underneath, you know, written by Prince's real life father, which is, you know, adding an extra layer of kind of complication there. And then later when this song, you know, literally a few minutes later, this song is performed and you hear the same kind of melody, but with the guitars. I think that's kind of shows you how good Prince is as an artist um, and the fact that the kid is in rare form, <laughs> that he he's able to take this thing that you've just heard and it's kind of like a slow paced piano thing. And there are a few times um, later on where... On tour, Prince would play Father's Song as just like a piano piece, uh, usually as part of like a medley. And then, you know, sometimes he would get up and then go into a computer blue, almost like he does in the film. But does he? But did he scream into the microphone beforehand? Uh, probably, probably. <laughs> I mean, that seems to be kind of like the way that he ends, he, he ends it all. But that kind of piano piece turned into a guitar part, like a, just literally a few minutes later. Um, I think it's just is just a great way to show that the kid is, you know, an artist who's kind of being able to hear music everywhere and kind of just incorporate it into songs whenever he feels like. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, you know, there's not much to say about the lyrics because, you know, obviously we get the introduction, um, you know, which is such a great introduction. It's like so flat, like, you know, Wendy. Yes, Lisa. <laughs> it's just so it's just so like, you know, you know spooky and weird and sexy and and we don't know what this is going to turn into and and it's just it's it's very it's very appropriately dramatic um, and just the fact that like is the water warm enough you like immediately as a as a listener you're thinking what on earth what's going on with wendy and lisa here what are they you know what are they doing what's going on well they were they were a couple for a while weren't they i mean i i thought that they were although it wasn't until like 2009 that they actually came out and revealed that they uh, you know, they are, or they were a couple, sorry. And they, they still obviously work together, but yeah, they, they were, uh, you know, they were a couple basically for 
a, a large portion of the 80s and 90s. Because it sounds like they're about to get in the tub together. <laughs> well, yeah. So, <laughs> so clearly, I think it's funny, actually, because it's, it's almost as if they're trying to tell Prince something, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I'm wondering, I'm wondering what they thought of the lyrics to Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they're saying to Prince, look, we're getting into a bath together. You're not going to be in that bath. So... You know, there's no point, you know, give it up. But I do like, I just, I mean, there's not very many lyrics, but I do like the fact that, you know, um, the kind of the lament um, of the kid kind of fits with the lyrics of the song, which is, where is my love life? Uh, Maybe referring to Apollonia, you know, kind of (laughs) ignoring him at this point in the, in the, in the, in the song. And and seeming, and seemingly choosing Morris over him, which is just absurd. I mean, I'd be confused and upset and screaming into a microphone too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh there is a funny bit as well um which i think is later on in the film where where morris kind of tries to impress apollonia or maybe, actually i think it's earlier where morris tries to impress apollonia and he says you know keep the change to the waiter and then he immediately brings jerome over and he goes go get my change <laughs> i love and, that line they, and, he definitely has the best lines <laughs> in the whole movie but i still can't I, I still can't see her choosing him even to further her career choosing him over over the kid though and i think as well the fact that the prince i mean the way he delivers this line as well because this is one of the rare times where prince in the earlier years sings in a lower register when he says there must be something wrong with the machinery yeah and it kind of <laughs> it goes quite low for prince um you know and then he kind of screams the the line somebody please please tell me what the hell is wrong <laughs> um which to me still feels like the lament of like a 20 year old man who you know his, his girlfriend's ignoring him and he just has to scream out tell me what's gone wrong um <laughs> you know, to the universe. Uh, and, you know, we only ever get the chorus once, which is only two lines, which is until I find the righteous one, computer blue. And I don't even really understand what that means, but it sounds fun. You know, it sounds, it sounds like it fits the song. It could be, it, it could be a, uh, a, a, something in support of computer dating. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is as well, obviously on um, 1999, we had something in the water does not compute. Um, so, you know, I don't know. There seems to be like a kind of computery theme going on, um, you know. In at least between nineteen eighty two and nineteen eighty four, Prince had a an interest. Um, later on, on Emancipation, he does actually have a song called uh, "My Computer," and he does have another song called "Email" as well. So <laughs> I don't know. It takes him like another decade and a half before he gets interested in computers again. But yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, the strength of this song is definitely not in the lyrics. I think the strength of the song is in the music. Um, you know, and there is when Prince does the little solo, as I said, you know, Lisa is like leaning in front of him, kind of kneeling down. Um, and, you know, then when when we have the breakdown uh, um, and we get to the kind of the, the kind of resurgence of, of father song as but this time on guitar, you know, it's just a in the film. It's a great moment. But also, if you're just listening to it, it's a great kind of it's like a great part of the song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. And, you know, it's it's as with a lot of stuff on Purple Rain, it's just basically a solid kind of like rock song. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but given the kind of the fact that there's not much lyrics, a little bit kind of more experimental than some of the other stuff on the album. Yeah, I would say uh, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, by the time you get to Purple Rain, you've got like a basic kind of rock ballad for like eight minutes. Uh, whereas this feels a little bit kind of more experimental in terms of what Prince is doing, because it seems like. Um, he's just kind of enjoying jamming out with the rest of the band, basically. That seems to be the kind of... Well, a, a running theme is, uh, is um, you know, Billy, the club owner, complaining that the music he plays is too weird, which, of course, like, you know, 
leads to the great line, I think nobody digs your music but yourself. And this is, uh, <laughs> and this is, yeah, probably the weirdest song that he, <clears throat> the weirdest song that he performs. So I feel it's sort of like yeah. he's big, kind of giving the finger to Billy and, you know, I'm just going to keep playing this weird shit for, you know, as much as I want to. And it's also worth saying, as well as being topless and oiled up, <laughs> Uh, Prince is also wearing this kind of like lace, the lacy mask, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is another great kind of like touch. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the fact that Prince used to dress the rest of the band kind of makes the revolution fit to like the vision that Prince wants for his band. Sort of. Uh, so it's always interesting when you see little touches like that where Prince has got this this kind of like lace blindfold and he's decided that a brown mark doesn't need a top a top for this kind of thing and. Um, you know the fact that he called Matt Fink Doctor Fink, and then even today he still goes around wearing like medical scrubs. <laughs> it's just like such a kind of. It doesn't really fit with the. It didn't really fit with the rest of the whole sort of you know new romantic you know Victorian kind of adamant esque like costumes everybody else wore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, he ended up being like the longest serving member of the revolution. He stayed all the way to like the end of the eighties, whereas the rest kind of left a couple of years after this. So I don't know. Maybe it worked in his advantage that he was just kind of. Well, scrubs are very comfortable. Have you ever worn surgical scrubs? They're they're soft and, and they're I like, haven't. They're like pajamas. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know it's nice. I, I'm ge- I'm guessing that you know Matt Fink really enjoyed them because <laughs> he's been wearing them for like 35 years or something now. So uh, yeah, but I mean, um, I'm mentioning the revolution. I think it goes without saying. Um, this is a five out of five. Oh, yeah. from me. Absolutely. In terms of Absolutely. Yeah. Now mentioning the revolution. Um, they have at, since Prince's death. In fact, since a little bit before Prince's death, but obviously uh, Prince's death has kind of. Um, given them a higher profile, um, they have been performing as a band together. Um, you know, Doctor uh, Doctor Fink and uh, Brown Mark, uh, Wendy and Lisa. Uh, you know, uh, Bobby Z on the drums. Um, although now he doesn't have his luscious locks, unfortunately. Oh no! Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, in fact, I think him and Doctor Fink in the film are actually quite a good double act because they kind of. They sit to the side, kind of observing all the kind of craziness and not really being part of it. Yeah, they're almost like a, not exactly a Greek chorus, but sort of like, you know, the cameras occasionally turn to them, just sort of staring at everything (laughs) that's going on. Yeah, kind of wide-eyed, being like, what are we part of here? What's going on with this band? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they do perform, um, you know, a lot of songs from 1999 and Purple Rain and Around the World in Day. And, um, And I think a couple of songs from Parade as well, but you know. Um, by that point, a number of them had left the band, so obviously they, they don't really want to kind of bring up those memories. Um, you know, and they perform this song live. There's a few, if you go on YouTube, you can find, you know, a few kind of like, um, kind of versions of it. Before we started recording, I said it was a little bit sad because it's almost like, it's almost like watching something out of Purple Rain, but Prince is off screen and he's not quite entered yet and you keep waiting for him to kind of come on and start singing his part of the song, but he's never going to do that. Yeah, you just kind of, you just kind of picture him forever just wandering around in the backstage like Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's probably a happy way to think of it, yeah. That's, but yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's I, for nostalgic purposes, it's, it's okay, but, um, you know, who, and obviously all the, you know, it's it's interesting seeing like a, you know, 50-something Wendy and Lisa saying, is the water warm enough? Um, <laughs> and, you know, I'm watching Brown Mark kind of like dancing around on stage with Lisa and, you know, it's 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 worth kind of watching, but at the same time, it kind of made me feel a little bit sad that Prince wasn't on stage with them. Um, you know, they never really. I mean, they had a couple of kind of award shows where Wendy and Lisa kind of played with Prince once more in the kind of um, early two thousands. Um, but it's kind of sad that they never really did like a full. I guess Prince was never one to do this, but it would have been nice if they had done something on any, on like the thirtieth anniversary of Purple Rain and just kind of like gone out there as a band and just done some of the songs yeah. with the whole band back together, you know. But you know, they never they never ended up doing that simply because Prince was never one to look backwards. 
Um, you know, <laughs> he as soon as he released an album, he was already recording the next album, and he was already by the time Purple Rain came out, he was already halfway through Around the World in a Day, and he wasn't even thinking about Purple Rain. So yeah, so if you want to see you know covers of of uh, of um, Computer Blue with just the Revolution, <laughs> then you can because they're on the internet somewhere. But um, I don't know. I wouldn't want to watch it again because it just made me feel sad. So, but, uh, you know, that's how that's that's how strongly I feel about Prince. Is I prefer if there's going to be any songs performed by Prince, they should just be performed by Prince. That'll be, that makes sense. Um, so I feel like we've said as much as we can about this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we're going to go to plugs, uh, yeah, I co-host the Kill by Kill podcast in which we talk about horror movies uh, according to the the victims and how they are dispatched. Uh, we are. Around this court recording, but probably you know, once this goes to uh, goes live, it'll be long past that. But we are currently on Friday Thirteenth Part Six, so look for that under Kill by Kill. And I write about seventies and eighties television at tuneintonight.wordpress.com. And you can also look for Kill by Kill on Twitter, Kill by Kill Pod, and also under the same name on Instagram. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or. Uh, we're on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us if you wish to. I don't know why you would at Prince Track by Track at gmail dot com. Uh, thanks for being my guest once again, Gina. Thank you. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye.